This is part two of the Sisters on the Front Lines podcast with Amanda from the Victory Collective. Okay. But the Victory Collective. Yes, the Victory like, Collective. Uh, Gotta dive into that. <laughs> so I guess going back to freshman year, when Katie and I told each other, we have always said that our friendship verse is Esther 414, that you know, perhaps you were born for such a time as this, mm-hmm. because we really felt like God had made us friends for this reason. Mm-hmm. And the more we told other people and realized how much of a problem this is for girls, we were like, we have to do something. Like we have been put into each other's lives and like shared our stories with each other for some reason. But we had so much of our own personal healing to do throughout college. We were in college, so we were really busy. But that was always in the back of our minds, like throughout college of like, we're going to do something like we want to do something for other girls. So as we were approaching the end, like near graduation, we were like, do we write a book? Like, do we just so funny? Because that's literally like, that was my first thing. I heard you say that. I was like, like, that's so funny. Is this how I heard you say that? And I was like, that's so us. Like we were like, (laughs) I'm going to do something big. Actually for the longest time, this is so like, it's so funny to me now, but for the longest time, I was like, I'm taking down the porn industry. Like, we are <laughs> taking the whole thing down. This taking the whole multi-billion dollar industry? Yeah. I'm going to take it down. I was like, I'm somehow going to write a letter to the president, and he's going to be like, yeah, absolutely. I love it. So, dream big. But, yeah, then I was like, okay, maybe not a book, but maybe, like, a women's conference or maybe we'll like write something for small groups and we kind of just brainstorm stuff over the years and then when I moved to Del Rio it was 2020 everybody was still in lockdown and I was like I'm just gonna start an Instagram page like I don't know where this is going you know we have prayed about this for so long and I was like okay God like if this is something you want us to do I'm just gonna like do it you know Mm -hmm. And so I started an Instagram page at the beginning of October of 2020. And I just started posting content on there, but I kept it private just so we could have stuff on the page. Mm -hmm. And Katie and I like brainstormed some names and we just sort of started. And it was, it was kind of messy. Like it wasn't anything that we had like this whole grand plan written out from the start. We just sort of started. And then in April of 2020, I was like, no. Sometime we started making reels. Like mm-hmm. Katie was like, I'm just gonna make a reel and like do it. And so we we started by sharing our page with just friends, like our Instagram, our personal like Instagram page, mm-hmm. just with the girls. And we were like super hype when we got like 200 followers. We were like, yes, like this is <laughs> we're taking you know, down the porn industry. We're taking down the porn industry. <laughs> Because we were like, honestly, from the start, if we help one girl know yeah. that they're not alone, yep. that will that will win. Like, that <laughs> will complete yeah. our goal. Yeah. And so we just had like 200 followers. We were so hype about it. And then Katie was like, I'm going to make reels. Like, I'm just going to start doing like the lip syncing thing. And we were both so nervous to do that. And I think it was just amazing timing of like Instagram was competing with TikTok So Instagram was really pushing reels a lot more than they are today. And overnight, one of our reels got like a million views and we had like hundreds of DMs the next morning. And we're like, what is happening right now? And 
it was so many girls being like, oh my gosh, thank you for this. Like I had no idea that other girls struggled with this. Mm. And we're like, that's happening. (laughs) This is is like what we're here for is to like let people know they're not alone. And so we kind of just went on like that and God opened so many doors of like making connections with people and being on podcasts. And, you know, we had people offer like to make us branding stuff and like website design and all of that stuff. And it was just like everything started falling into place. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, like we have awesome like long-term goals and short-term, you know, things that we're doing. But we just kind of like open our hands to the Lord and we're like, what do you want us to do? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't really have a grand plan, but it's just been so cool to see. Like we're we're both so busy. Katie has two little kids. I'm a full-time employee and grad student. Mm-hmm. And so with the little time that we've been able to put into this ministry, like God has rewarded that abundantly. Yeah. And I know he's going to do the same for your podcast, which I'm so excited about. But, um, <laughs> so it's so crazy. Like I'm hearing you talk and I'm like, this is like, my, like you're like, yeah, he opened so many doors. I'm like, wait, me too. Like, yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. It's seriously. So like I seriously feel like I just put in like, like again, I, I mean, I have more time right now. Like I'm not a <laughs> mom. I am a college student, but like part time, but like, that like the little time that I put in and like I just feel like I have no idea what I'm doing I'm gonna be so honest I have no idea what I'm doing but like the Lord just magnifies your efforts like it's just you're so right it's so cool so yeah I love that no that's how we were like keep going because we were just like what are we doing right (laughs) (laughs) but so that's been awesome and we're just excited to see like see what comes next yeah so yeah I want like will you tell a little bit about your site because I've like checked it out I love like the testimonies that you have on there Mm -hmm. I think that's super cool what I guess has been like your favorite like avenue on your site or just with anything with the victory collective yeah yeah so that was something we wanted to do right from the start was share other people's testimonies Mm -hmm. because that was so significant to us like I said with 30 girls come clean reading other women's testimonies was just so healing in and of itself. And like what you're doing with this podcast, like even, even where I am in my healing journey, like hearing those girls' testimonies is still so healing for me. (laughs) And so we wanted to do that right from the start. So we just asked people, we're like, do you want to share your testimony? (laughs) We started with friends and then it branched out to just people being like, oh, I'll share my testimony. And so we have that. We have changed our resources page a lot, just trying to figure out like what the best avenue is for sharing resources with people. So we started off by just having like a bookshelf of just books so that if, you know, a girl goes up to her small group leader and she's like, I struggle with porn, Mm -hmm. the girl can be like, oh, let's go to this website and like see if any of these books might help you or Mm -hmm. any of these podcasts might help you. So we've, we're trying to consolidate those resources right now on our website. So we have a page, a tab specifically called resources for girls and women that just has all the resources you could want, like blogs and podcasts and support groups and stuff, counseling services. And, but we mainly 
We mainly like daily are on our Instagram. And so that's kind of our avenue for sharing like encouragement and tips that we have learned over our own journeys, connecting with other ministries, other organizations, engaging with our community, like on our Instagram stories has been so cool just to hear other people like that we have, we ask for victory stories a lot. Just even like, I went one day without porn is like such an exciting message to be like, good job. So yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. That's just amazing. And yeah, there's just great things. Your your Instagram and your site are so cool. And I love all the resources. Have you ever faced, so when I was like starting all of this, I had kind of this whole dilemma of, okay, I'll make a long story short, but basically I met with this entrepreneurship professor, right? I was like, hey, I'm going to write a book. And then I didn't write a book. But then like a couple months later, I like emailed him. I was like, hey, I'm going on my first podcast to share my story tomorrow. And he responded, it was like kind of late at night, but like he responded that night and he's like, he's like, make sure that you only use your first name because like the media was going to like rip you apart. And I was like, whoa, Mm. what? (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. And like, I had for sure considered that, but I was like, you know what? Like, it's okay. I think it's important. But then I really had to like solidify that. And I remember Mm. how did it, yeah. So I was like sitting in church the next day. And I was thinking about it because I was I was recording after church and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, do I put my name out there? Do I put my name out there? Like, I don't know. But then there's like this this scripture and it's actually talking about Joseph Smith. And he's it says that his name shall be had for good and evil. And I was like, OK, you know what? Like, I'm OK with it. Like, even regardless of if I face like any negativity, I'm OK with it. And like mm-hmm. that honestly has been so important for me. And so I'm curious because, because, you know, I have that warning of like the media is going to rip you apart, but I'm going to be honest, like That's scary, <laughs> I, I know, right? I was like kind of freaking out, but I honestly have not gotten like everything has been so positive. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious, like you being a much, much bigger platform, have you gotten any like negativity or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. 100%. What, is, what does that look like? Okay. So. It's a little funny, honestly. So we, when our reels were blowing up right at the beginning, we got way more positive messages than we got negative messages. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of our DMs were ridiculous, like ridiculously negative. Oh, yeah. um, and we took it as an opportunity to pray for those people because we're like, they probably, you know, don't have the Lord right now. <laughs> it's yeah. based on what they're saying to us. And so they're they're responding how they how they best know how to respond yeah. without having the spirit. And so we did take it as an opportunity to pray for them. We also just sort of had to laugh it off because we're like, this is the most ridiculous message. So we would like send it, we would screenshot, and then we would block them because we're like, this is not worth it. Like, right. yeah. you know, we're not going to just leave you on here to like abuse us. Right. Uh, so that's kind of how we handled that. And, you know, same with comments. Like if somebody would comment, I, I never think that social media, social media comment thread is the place to have this conversation with someone. Yeah. Like, because half the time those people just want to have themselves heard Yeah. and they don't want to sit and be like, let's have a respectful conversation about this. Right. Yeah. So usually we just wouldn't respond. If it is a really inappropriate comment, we'll take it off because we don't want any of our 
followers to be triggered by anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if they see a certain word or something, like we're not going to risk that for other people. But recently <laughs> we had one of the worst experiences. Instagram really isn't that bad. Like for us, at least our experiences. I know we follow some people who talk about this, who have way more hate comments thrown at them. Mm-hmm. We've been, ours has been okay in the grand scheme of things. But we were just advised to make a TikTok by another like small business owner. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, let's do it. Like Katie, I don't have TikTok just personally. And so Katie started our TikTok page and we were getting a lot of followers, a lot of comments, but then she read through the comments and they were 100% negative. Oh. And like, I didn't read them because I don't have TikTok, but she was like, this is like disgusting comments and Mm. so toxic. And it was just so abusive that we decided that's not like a safe space for us right now. Like maybe one day we'll go on TikTok, but right now we're just keeping it to Instagram because the comments were like, it was really making her so anxious, like reading these comments. But the thing that happened that was a little juicy was that we got called out by a porn star and she, it was one of my reels and she, I don't even know what it's called. Like where my video is on one side and hers is on the other of like the same screen. So she's like actively responding to the thing that I was saying. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't and, know what that's called either. But or, I know stitch or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah, stitch. I think it's called yeah. Stitch. So that sounds so old. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I swear I'm not that old. But she did that. And I'm actually on her TikTok page now. Oh, wow. And she, and then I saw that I was stitched with like a bunch of other people. And so I'm all over TikTok somewhere. <laughs> I don't I mean, have a TikTok like, person. You got free publicity, so I know, maybe I know. Not the best publicity. But... I'm like, hopefully someone sees this and it's good for them. Yeah. But we just got off TikTok because that wasn't a safe space for us. Yeah. But that's one of those things. Like, I still pray for that girl because I'm like, how amazing would that be if she was like attacking us? Like this, you know, porn performer was attacking us, and then one day we like learned that she. Yeah. now loves the Lord and is yeah. like doing something cool. So I'm like waiting for that day to happen. <laughs> but I think that was the hardest so far recently to be like, okay, there are people who are seriously going to attack us in this. Yeah. And we're just going to have to like trust God with that mm-hmm. and just keep ourselves as safe as we can. But knowing that we are operating out of social media and social media is very hard sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I think, like, especially on TikTok, like, people are brutal. They really are. Like, we were not expecting that because our yeah. Instagram is pretty tame. Mm-hmm. But, wow. yeah, TikTok was brutal. Yeah. That, I guess, like, noted. <laughs> like Yeah, just brace yourself. Yeah. <laughs> brace yourself to be called out by a porn performer. Yeah. Oh um, but. Crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what? And I, I love that you're, like, so that caused us to pray for people. Like, re- what kind of person does that? Like, that, that is, like, the nicest thing I've ever heard. So, yeah, I just love it. I think that you guys just handle things so well. And I think that you really have, like, that was, like, solid evidence to me that you really do know, like, the nature of God. Because I think mm-hmm. that's what he would do, too. He wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't feel the, the need to start up any drama. He just... Mm-hmm. 
wish the best for him. So I love it. Okay, so this has been so good. Like, seriously have loved every second. And so we talked about, we we ran through, it started in eighth grade. You told Katie in ninth grade through a text message. And I actually thought that that was really interesting and important because I think a lot of times we're super like one track minded and we're like oh well if I'm gonna go tell somebody I have to be like sitting in this religious leader's office you know or like sitting face to face with my parents but that's actually I remember like the the first girl I had on Ashley that's she wrote a note Mm -hmm. to a bishop and I think that's so good and so for anyone that like like you are right in the struggle of it and you you feel like you want to tell someone you can do a text you can like write a letter write an email like you don't have to like yeah. sit face to face because that can be super intimidating. Yeah. So you I don't know. have to know exactly what to say either. Right. Like yeah. I think people get so stumped and like I have to express exactly <laughs> what I'm going through and exactly why I'm going through it. Yeah. But you don't like just be like, hey, I'm struggle with porn. Yeah. Can we talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually I, I love that you said that because that's something that I've been thinking about for a while. I used to be kind of like, I mean, a little bit awkward and a little bit like like, I was never, like, a social butterfly, but I feel like recently I've just been like, let's talk to everybody. <laughs> but I think one, like, mindset switch that has really helped that for me is, like, if I, like, come away from a conversation and I'm like, that was stupid, like, why did I say that? Then it's like, okay, what a great thing that, like, I'm going to have another conversation with that person again. Or, like, like yeah. really, are they, are they really thinking about, like no one thinks about what you say do you know what I mean like everyone is always thinking about what what they're saying and what they're messing up on and when you realize that it's just like okay life goes on (laughs) that's so that was so helpful I'm sorry I'm like interrupting so much already Uh, that was so helpful for me to one thing that I struggled with was I'm afraid to tell this person because I feel like I'm a burden to them Mm. and I know so many people feel that way and somebody told me to flip the script and it's the same way of like if having a conversation with someone and feeling like they're thinking about what you're thinking about, you know, uh-huh. like she told me, flip the script. If your friend came up to you and said, I feel so ashamed because I'm struggling with like inserts and struggle here, mm-hmm. would you feel like they're being a burden to you? Right. No. Would you question how they're saying words and like what specifically? No. Yeah. So why do you think your friend is going to? And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so true. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is so true. And you almost like, like, it's almost kind of a positive thing on the other side. Like when people come to me and tell me, hey, this is something that I've struggled with. Like, I don't think a thought has ever crossed my mind. Like, oh, not this again. Yeah. Like, no, it's always like, wow, like, I am so happy that like, yeah. and genuinely so happy that like this person trusts me enough to actually like tell me like, yeah, it has never. And And, like, for the people in your life that genuinely love you, for anyone listening, like, that is, that is always going to be what they're thinking. Like, it's never, you just, it's hard because we, we get so in our heads and we're like, oh my gosh, they're going to look at me and be like, oh my gosh, like, you're disgusting. Or like, like, why are you putting this on me? No way. Like, yeah, they are going to be very happy that, like, you trusted them enough to tell them. So, yeah, yeah, I just love that. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I also, this was, like, way back when, but I liked when you said... You're like, when I was viewing pornography or like when I was in the midst of like, that was what my life was revolving around. Mm -hmm. You're like, I know it's not okay, but I don't really care. (laughs) And like, I think that that is so interesting because I have had times, I mean, in viewing pornography and there've been times when I'm like, like I've like messed up with boys, you know, like stuff like that. And like, it's so interesting because 
I mean, you get these people that are so like, like principle driven and like have these strong core values. And like, of course, like at that point in my life where I was like viewing pornography or, or messing up with boys or whatever, like I knew that I loved God. Like I really did. And I really did like want that, like that joy in my life. But it's so hard because when we get into these little like perspectives of like, well, yeah, I mean, that matters, but like this matters right now. You know, it's such like instant gratification. And it's like the the eternal just doesn't matter as much because you're mm-hmm. not focused on it. So I love that you said that. Okay, let's see what else. I was just like going back over my notes. This was so good. I also loved when you said it was like you woke up from a trance because it's yeah. so true. It's so true. And it's like you open your eyes to like, again, like that eternal perspective, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, what actually matters? Okay, we'll ask the, I'll stop rambling. We'll ask the final two questions. So first off, what keeps you on the front lines in the war against pornography today? Mm -hmm. Okay, two things. I had mentioned it before, just how I still have accountable to you to this day. I haven't watched porn, I think since like 2019, but I still am fighting because it's still a temptation for me. Like it could always at any point be a temptation for me. And so for myself, just always staying alert and knowing like I still have triggers that I need to like watch out for. I still have things that I'm fighting for. And so second part of that, I tried, I was thinking about this question before coming on here and I think just summarizing it or like lumping it into one thing is like the greatest commandment is to love God and love others. Mm -hmm. And it all boils down to that. Like porn use does not allow me to do either of those things. And like that is not God's design for sex. I have had to relearn so much about God's design for sex Mm -hmm. and how it's all about intimacy with God and with your husband. And that is not at all what porn is. Like porn is such false intimacy. So it's not God's design for sex. It's not loving to my husband or to the people in the porn industry. I think something that since starting the Victory Collective, I have learned so much more about the actual porn industry and what those people are going through. And that is a new aspect that I'm fighting for. Like I'm fighting for my intimacy with God and with my husband. And I'm fighting for all the other girls who are like in our ministry now But I'm also now fighting for the porn performers and the people who are trapped in that industry because it's just horrific. Like (laughs) the more that I learn about it, it's so heartbreaking. So that's that's definitely what keeps me on the front lines in this fight against porn for sure. Yeah, I love that. That's like, I haven't even heard that before. I mean, I like a lot of stuff with Fight the New Drug, they talk about the harmful things in the porn industry, like how these women and even men are being exploited and Mm -hmm. stuff and that's so sad but I mean I love that you're like you're just involving everybody with that I think that's so good okay final question you have you have 14 year old eighth grade Amanda sitting in front of you (laughs) what do you want to say to her or what do you want to say to a young girl who's struggling right now so I know this is like repeated constantly and it sounds so cliche now, but you are not alone mm-hmm. <laughs> is the biggest message because I think that if I had a girl come up to me at that age and like share her story, 
that would have been an absolute game changer for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I would have struggled as long as I did. I don't know what my journey would have been like. And I'm thankful for what I've been through. Like, I wouldn't change it. But I would love to be that person to be like, hey, little 13-year-old girl, like, you are not alone in what you're walking through. And I also recently had this kind of analogy in my mind or like this view of of my journey and like as <laughs> it's going to sound really silly but almost like God is a friend and we're watching a movie together and God has or like this friend has seen the movie before and like knows that the ending is going to be really really amazing but you are currently watching like the worst part of the movie and you're like this sucks. Like, why am, Why are we watching this movie? And your friend is like, oh, come on, but it's going to get like really good. It's going to be awesome. And I just kind of like would love to share that analogy with like little 13-year-old Amanda because I went through such dark times of like so many years of so much shame and just being stuck in that and feeling like I was literally never, ever going to get out of that. And it was exhausting. But Looking back, I can see how God was just sitting there being like, but it's going to get so good. Like this is just wait, just wait. And so I would love to share that with people because it is going to get so good for so many people, even though like right now they're sitting in such what feels like just the deepest, darkest part of their life, but it's going to get so good. So just wait. I love that. I have (laughs) never heard that before. And that is just like... Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> like the it reminded me there's there's a talk by Dieter F. Uchtdorf and it's called God Will Do Something Unimaginable. And like, I mean, even just that, but like the whole talk is so good. But like, even just that principle, it's like, yeah, like we just, we don't even know. And like, yeah. oh my gosh, I love that. And I love like, like the same way with movies. I'm like that way with like showing new music to people I'm like oh my gosh just wait just wait for like the beat to drop yeah you know it's so good so I love that analogy I think that's so cool and like he's just he's so excited for us to yeah to experience that wow oh I just love that oh my gosh (laughs) okay and then do you have any like any final thoughts or anything that you want to share because if not then we are done I don't think so. I'm just excited for your podcast. Oh my gosh, dude, I'm excited for my podcast too. I think I have like the coolest people ever come on here. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, then that concludes our episode. Thank you for listening and listeners. Until next time, keep up the good fight on the front lines.